Hi there, and welcome to 10 Minutes Before Class, a podcast for college students. I'm Professor Diascro, and today I want to spend a few minutes thinking about what self-advocating means for you in a remote college environment. Every semester, I get hundreds of emails from current students asking all kinds of questions. An email can be a great way of interacting with professors and other folks on campus when you have questions or when you need something, when you're advocating for yourself. But as I'm thinking about the likelihood of universities and colleges going remote in the fall, at least in part, if not completely, I'm also thinking about and worrying a little bit about how email and other virtual forms of communication like Zoom are going to be the only way of connecting with your professors and others. I'm worrying about its limitations for many of us. I think we take for granted that our usual electronic communication happens in the context of face-to-face communication. And there's a lot of important conversation, formal and informal, that happens face-to-face in class between professors and students, in office hours, between professors and students, sometimes between students and students as well, and TAs if you have them in your classes, in meetings that you have with advisors, department advisors, and other administrators when you need assistance, in clubs and other organizations that you might be members of, the peer-to-peer contact and engagement is common and important with roommates, And then more spontaneously, just all over campus on a daily basis, we're interacting with people and getting support in ways that we may not realize. So we learn a lot in this way, just by being together and sharing space. This isn't to say that face-to-face stuff is easy. It's not for many of us, even under the best of circumstances. Lots of students are not comfortable engaging in person in the ways that college requires us to, to get the support and information that we need. It's hard to initiate discussion with professors, for example, especially when you're asking for help with class, or if you need support with a classmate, a problem that you might be having, or to ask for a letter of recommendation or some other such thing. When you need their time and they seem busy and uninterested, and sometimes or maybe often intimidating, this can be really challenging. So self-advocacy, seeking what you need, knowing how to ask for what you need, can be very challenging. Still, in person, we're often able to glean at least some information, some support, some perspective, just by being present with others. And again, I'm guessing most of us take this for granted, so we won't necessarily think much about it until we're actually missing it. So how can you prepare for and manage the term or several terms that you may be distanced from your professors, your peers, and other people to whom you look to for support? As always, I want to hear your ideas, but I've got a few that I'll share here. Um, My focus is on how you can self-advocate and get the support you need for your classwork. But we are whole people, and all the parts of our lives, as I've already suggested, influence each other. And so the list includes a few non-academic items, too. In the interest of time, I'm going to highlight just a couple here, and then you can find the others in my list in the show notes. 
I encourage you to email or DM me with other ideas or ask me to elaborate on mine and I'll happily address them in a future episode. And I can also add them to the show notes um, so that there's a list for others to access as well. Okay. The overarching point here is that you want to think as much as you can in advance about what you might need with an eye towards being prepared. So the first thing on my list is to be in touch with your department advisors, whether it be your major department or your minor department. You want to ask folks about any questions you have about classes being offered, credit hours, grading options, attendance requirements, anything that you can think of. Okay. Um, The idea, at least at this initial stage, is to make contact with the people who you may need to have contact with later. So it's not just about getting information, which you may need, but it's also about making those first contacts, right? You want to know who to contact and you want to, if you can, have made that contact so that during the term, when you're far away and you need help with something, you'll know who to go to and perhaps you will have already established that at least basic relationship with them. Okay. Another point on my list is to be in touch with your disability services office and counselor if this is relevant to you. Again, best to contact early. This may be a new contact for you, in which case it really is important for you to get in touch early. If this is a continuing contact for you, though, it's also good to be in touch with people. They're going to want to hear from you. They're going to want to know what you need from them, and they're going to want to have time to prepare so that they can get your professors prepared for the start of the term. So again, make that early contact, remind them that you're out there and that you may need their assistance and how you might need their assistance. And that's their job and they will be ready for you. See about tech support on campus, just in case, right? I think it's always best to assume that something technologically will not go well, especially in a remote term. And so, you know, it's not going to be pleasant if it happens and it's going to throw you for a loop potentially if it happens, but good to be aware that it could happen and then you'll know who to contact. So this may not be actually a person that you can reach, but you might want to know where the web page is, for example, and whether they have... Um, a billing system or whatever it's called where you submit a ticket, I guess a ticketing system, right? So that you can put in a request and get the help that you need. So um, check in where your tech support is and how much and what kind of support they can give you when you're off campus, okay? And I guess the other thing I would mention just at this moment is just make sure you check your email. There may be a barrage of communications that come from your campus as everybody's trying to figure out kind of what kind of instruction you're going to have, um, what different offices you need to be in touch with, what the requirements are of you to make some changes in your schedules or whatever the case may be. So don't ignore your email. This will probably be the primary way that um, people on campus get in touch with you and you don't want to miss those messages. All right, check your email. All right, so when the term starts, um, the first thing to do is to review your syllabus or your syllabi very carefully. Students often don't do this. Um, And under these circumstances, I think you really want to do that. You want to check out your course site if you have one. That would be like on Canvas or Blackboard or if there's a website elsewhere that your professor has. Check that out and also see what tech is going to be required so that you can ask 
the questions that you need to ask and do ask questions, right? This is hard and I'll get to this in a few minutes, but you really want to ask your questions, but also specifically look to see how and when your professor is available. Um, they will have office hours, right? These are the, the times that they set aside for interacting with students individually out of the class period. And um, they may have other times too that you can reach them as well, not just the designated office hours. So the most important thing about this is to know that when you need help, you can reach them and that you know when they're gonna be available and how, right, what method. And if that doesn't work for you, then just explain why it may not and ask for a different time or method. And most of your professors will be open to this, right? I'll come back to something in a couple seconds about professors and how they might respond to some of these queries, but you always have to ask, okay? It, that's just, you have to take care of yourself and you have to get your questions answered and it's not going to happen by telepathy. You really need to engage them. Okay. Um, and also introduce yourself to your professor and or your TA, all right, if you have one. And you can connect in a very low-risk way. I mean, maybe this is just asking about when office hours are or if they'll have a other time. But you may think of a, another question that's really low risk. You don't need the answer to right away. It can take some time for somebody to get back to you. But you're making that connection. The idea here is that when you need help, with something, when the risk is higher for you, that you will have that connection and you'll kind of be over the hump maybe a little bit of um, connecting with your professors and um, that bridge will already be at least a little bit constructed for you so it's less anxiety producing. All right, and then um, the only other thing I'll mention in this, in this verbal list right now is to provide the documentation that you might need for your class accommodations. Um, they may be the same as they would be for face-to-face -face instruction. They might also be different in an online environment. You want to make sure that you have whatever your campus requires you to get to your professors. All right, we need that information. We want that information so that we can help you. Um, we won't know it unless you provide it for us. So make sure that you get that. Okay. My other items on the list you can find in the show notes, as I said, if you're nervous and not particularly secure about connecting and self-advocating, you're in very good company. The first thing you want to try to do, and I know how hard this is, believe me, is to not avoid doing it. All right. And so, yeah, of course, rolled eyes. I understand. It's hard, but you want to get what you need. And we want to be able to help you, but often we don't know if you don't tell us. So there are a lot of things that professors can and should anticipate, and they will anticipate kind of in general, but it won't necessarily be individualized to you. So when you need assistance, you need to contact us, all right? And so practicing again a little bit before the term starts on some of the things I mentioned will help, and then starting at the beginning of the term and making sure that we have your paperwork and all those things. So don't avoid, try not to procrastinate. I know it's hard. Try not to. Okay. I've got a couple other things. I'll throw those in the show notes as well. So my last, I guess, category of things is mostly just a reminder or to be aware that faculty may also be struggling to keep up a little bit in this environment and trying to maintain some boundaries that are hard to keep in a remote space. Uh, you know, your instructors have families. They have disabilities as well. They have other personal challenges, just like their students. 
many have responsibilities beyond teaching and they have a lot of them. So there's going to be a lot of multitasking going on. So just, you know, be aware. And online instruction is new to them too. And there's going to be a learning curve and it's not going to be as steep as any of us wish it was. So I hope some of these suggestions are helpful to you. Some of these insights are meaningful to you. As always, let me know if you have ideas and experiences to add to the conversation. That's going to be it for today. If you have benefited from and maybe even enjoyed 10 minutes before class, leave a rating and a review wherever you're listening and be sure to tell your friends. I'll see you next week and until then, be safe and be well.